0: The University of Johannesburg. The future reimagined.
1: Hello, and thank you for downloading this edition of Innovative Research at the University of Johannesburg. This podcast is presented by the Library at the University of Johannesburg. My name is Professor Maria Framov, and I'm the Executive Director at the Library and the host of this podcast series. And today it is my great pleasure to welcome Dr. Sefate. Gabashi, who is a postdoctoral research fellow in the Department of Biotechnology and Food Technology at the University of Johannesburg's Faculty of Science. Dr. Gabashi has been doing very interesting research, looking at how people have been reporting on the positive or negative impact of the vaccine in Africa and he's been looking particularly at things like Twitter and Google News. So I'd like to start off by asking you, Dr. Sephate, if you could tell us a little bit more about how you gathered your data.
0: Okay, Prof. Thank you very much for um, hosting me on this podcast. Um, just to answer your question straight away, um, um, the data was gathered um, from Twitter, and also from Google. So on Google, we got the headlines and also the news um, snip, snippets. Um, so we, for Google News, we used um, um, uh, an API um, written in Python um, programming language, which we automatically um, um, extracted the news headlines and um, snippets from from Google. For the Twitter, um, the API, we 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 couldn't apply, it. so we we manually um, collected the data from Twitter. And what we did was that we created a new Twitter account without any biases, because when you use an existing um, account, these um, social media platforms they tend to like tailor um, um, they tailor your your wall. Uh, based on your um, activity on the platform. So we created a, a new account that, is, that had no um, um, settings on it. So um, the, 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 there was no bias. So we used that to, to get the Twitter um,
1: data. That sounds incredibly interesting and very diverse, looking at both Twitter and Google News. Could you tell us a little bit about how you then analyzed this data and, and what were you looking at with the Google News? You said you were looking at headlines, but with your Twitter account, were you looking at how people talk about the vaccines or what in particular were you looking at and how did okay. you analyze it?
0: Okay, so um, specifically what we did was we, we first of all, we, we used search terms Um, for both Twitter and also um, for Google News. So we use the Twitter COVID-19, sorry, the the search term, COVID-19 vaccines, or coronavirus vaccines Africa, or um, all the different ways they spell um, COVID-19. So we combined all those, and then we use this to query um, Google and also to query Twitter. Um, to, to To extract relevant posts regarding our search topic. Um, so we collected the data between February 2nd um, to the 5th of May 2020. And that was the time when um, the whole coronavirus um, thing and vaccine thing was beginning to pick up very much in Africa.
1: Thank you very much for that. Then what were some of the main findings because you were focusing if I understand correctly on both the coronavirus and the idea of vaccines in Africa. Could you tell us a little bit more about your findings?
0: Okay so um, contrary to popular opinion um, what our findings did tell us is that um, the communications, the, the sentiment in the communications, both on Twitter and also on Google News and the headlines, were generally um, um, neutral and, to some extent, positive, um, rather than um, being negative. Um, so that that was the overall um, finding we, we we got from 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 the research. Because when we started this research, we were like. Um, um, Thinking, we we'll, we'll see a lot of negativity in in the communication, um, but we, we we rather found uh, it, um, the communications to be neutral and and to some extent possible. And when we try to find out why um, that was the case, we 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 discovered that um, the the media actors um, like um, the WHO, the World Health Organization. Um, um Twitter and also other social media, they tend to put um, checks and balances in place. And sometimes they use computer algorithms to try to crack down on fake news and uh, misinformation like that on the platforms.
1: That is very interesting. From your research, you've discovered that the um, reporting around COVID and the vaccine has been neutral and to some degree positive can you extrapolate from this research how the vaccine is going to be taken up in africa we've had a very rocky start to the vaccine rollout in africa and can your data predict trends in any way okay um i think
0: i should first start um, um, answering this question by um, highlighting some of the um, limitations of the of our study, uh, because we looked at communications in English language only um, on this platform, Twitter and Google. Um, but in Africa, there are over like 2,000 um, languages, and um, which we, we couldn't um, query um, our search terms in these languages. So um, that is one of the limitations. So yeah, though in English, we found that the communications were generally neutral. Um, we don't know what is happening. What what sort of communication are, um, or sentiments are in the other um, languages. Um, in in the long term, um, I think that um, there's a lot of progress being made based on our data from all the media actors in the public um, health space to try to curtail the spread of um, misinformation and. Um, what we tend to call infodemic inf- info um, on these platforms, and then um, um, we are beginning to see uh, more of um, a public acceptance of the vaccine. Unlike when the whole coronavirus um, and thing began, and then there was a lot of um, misinformation, a lot of of fake news here and there. People were sceptical, but as things began to progress, as progress was made um, in the public health space, particularly um, the, the the media um, actors, and they began to take steps in trying to curtail some of this, um, this, this false information and the spread. We, we're beginning to see more of um, a public acceptance. And as a matter of fact, people, um, I know people that are eagerly awaiting um, the the rollout of the vaccine and when they will take the vaccine. So I think um, it's looking more positive um, in the long term, based on our data, of course.
1: Are you planning a further follow-up study, especially now with the third wave of the COVID um, virus? Um. Well, that would be interesting.
0: Um, we can do a. a um, a follow-up study but for now um, there is no active plan about that but it's definitely something we can consider to, um, to look at the current because this study now was done last year um, around between February and May and, uh, and um, then the vaccines were not yet out the vaccines were still under testing and like that but now that the vaccines are ready, they're out and ready to be distributed. It would be interesting to understand the general media sentiment and um, polarities in um, the communications around the whole vaccine currently.
1: And what do you think are some of the key lessons that we learn from your study?
0: What we've discovered is that um, the media actors uh, and these news outlets, they, they play a key role in, in the kinds of um, 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 information people get and, and, and how they interpret this information. And that if if they can be able to control um, the spread of false information and misinformation on their platform, that it, it goes a long way to, to shape the sentiment of the general public. And of course, we do know that um, when it comes to um, issues like um, uh, uh, public health issues, particularly when it has to do with vaccines and the rest, um, people's um, sentiment and inclinations affect their behaviour um, generally.
1: Right. Um, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Gabashi. Um This has been such an interesting discussion and um, I do hope that we will be able to speak to you again, especially if you do a follow-up study. Um, To all the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you stay well and be safe.
0: The University of Johannesburg, the future reimagined.